guys, and welcome to the podcast. It's Josh, your favorite spiritual best friend, ready to tell you guys why your chart has you thriving and sometimes just simply surviving. We are going to talk about birth charts, the moon, how they're connected, and why Mercury in retrograde simply just sucks for everyone. And boy, does it suck. We are all going to chat and maybe figure out why some signs are better than others, depending on the day. Have you guys heard about Anchor by Spotify as being the easiest way to make a podcast? Let me explain. It's free. Anchor has creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. Best of all, when even hosting on Anchor, you can distribute your podcast on listening platforms like Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and many more. It's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. And best of all, like I said before, Anchor is totally free. So pick up your phones, laptops, or whatever you use and download the Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. I hope to hear your podcast. Hey everybody and welcome to your spiritual best friend. I am your host Josh Sanchez and for today it is a solo podcast. I do not have any guests to come on this week but I do have some interviews that are going to be lined up for the next couple weeks so you guys can stay tuned and look forward to those conversations. But with today's podcast we're going to talk about a couple things here. So We're going to start off talking about the Sagittarius season, obviously, because it is Sag season and we are starting to come towards an end of it, but it's still in the season of Sagittarius. We're also going to talk about the new full moon that is going to take place this weekend and what it means for everybody. And the full moon is in Gemini, so it's going to be some really good trade really good changes coming up and there's also going to be a venus retrograde that we're going to get into and then the last part of the podcast as we get close to the holidays i have some questions and also just really want to start a discussion with you guys and get you guys thinking about the holidays and also really start thinking about how you're feeling in the moment during the holidays so before i record and get into all three of these topics you guys can tune in to your spiritual best friend with me, Josh Sanchez, on Spotify and Anchor. Please, guys, if you guys can, hit a like and subscribe button, whether that's on Spotify or Apple Podcasts, and please give a rating. Your ratings will mean a lot to me and help expand and get that podcast out there so that way I can get more viewership and also get more people to come on. My goal eventually within the next year is to at least get a couple celebrities on so if you guys can help me get to that that would mean the world to me and I'm also starting to take some donations Um, I'm looking for donations so that way I can start maybe even creating my own merchandise when it comes to the podcast and also just trying to get ads across so I can get my name out there more and also for new podcasting equipment your donations would mean everything to me and 
you guys can do that. I will put a link in the show description so you guys can do that as well. But without further ado, let's get started with the topic. So the first topic that that we are going to cover today and welcome everybody to the podcast is the Sagittarius season. So I actually have Sagittarius in my chart. My rising sign, who I appear to others, is a Sagittarius, so I can definitely speak a little bit when it comes to my own personal experience, but also with side real astrology, which is a whole other topic, I have a Sagittarius moon instead of a Capricorn moon, so I can also really get into details about like, sort of like how I personally feel about Sagittarius through my own journey and also according to some certain sources that I found on the web. So one of the sources that covers Sagittarius is like like my favorite horoscope.co. And there's also another one called horoscope.com. So I have both of these websites up. And according to both of them, Sagittarius is it is a fire element. So it, it's just like an Aries and Leo. So those are the three fires. It's quality. Quality is very it's very mutable, mutable. And the ruling planet of Sagittarius is Jupiter. And the ruling house is the ninth house. And some like other cool little facts about it before I really get into detail. The dates it takes place, it starts like around Thanksgiving, November 22nd, and it ends just before Christmas, December 21st. So Christmas season, guys, is Capricorn season. So just to let you guys know. And the lucky gem is a topaz and the spirit color is light blue. So when it comes to Sagittarius, they are very independent, they are strong-willed, and they're definitely very optimistic. Everybody can be a little bit optimistic, but Sagittarius tend to take it to another level. They tend to really take initiative on things, and if you guys have heard my previous couple interviews during Sagittarius season, I have interviewed a lot of people that have taken on like very of a wide range of projects, whether that's working three different businesses or starting their own company, being able to start their own podcast. Sagittarius is they're very strong willed and they're really good at they're natural born leaders and they're good at starting up change and really being open to new challenges. So Sagittarius are very open hearted, generous, big spirited and Sagittarius are always truthful. They're they're not scared to hurt others. That's one that's a very strong trait when it comes to Sagittarius and that's a trait that a lot of fire signs carry. They're very honest, they're very passionate and they're not going to they're not going to be fake towards you. They're going to be very blunt. You're going to see how they react to things and that's just how it is when it comes to a fire sign and Sagittarius they tend to take that to another level. Um, I know through my own personal experiences, I have been very blunt with people in terms of like my intentions, in terms of like where we stand in like a friendship. I'm not someone that can really just sit back and like hold a grudge. Like we're going to talk about things. You're going to ask me how I feel. I'm going to tell you how I feel very, very willingly and very bluntly, honestly. And uh, I even a lot of my friends, actually, they have Sagittarius Mercury's, which is the planet of communication. 
and they tell me all the time, Josh, man, I've bumped so I've bumped with so many heads when it comes to communication because I'm just so blunt with talking to people about how I feel or they ask the question, how do how do you think or I'm trying to reword the question. Sorry, guys. They, they ask the question sort of like, well, how do you feel about me? That's the question that's on my mind. And Sagittarius is they'll be very blunt. Well, this is how I feel about you. This is your positives. These are your strengths. And yeah, some people can take that personally. Some people do not have to take that personally. But with Sagittarius is they're very truthful, even even to a fault, to a point where it might hurt people. Um, Sagittarius is like I continue to say, they are very optimistic. They're very open hearted. They're big spirited. They're very adventurous. So Sagittarius is they love to travel. They love, they're very giving people as well, Sagittarius is, because again, it's that optimism. When you think of Sagittarius, you think of optimism, like trying new things. They always are ready for change and they're not scared to create the change. And with that, though, comes some problems, though. If you're constantly focused on changing or starting over or taking on the next challenge, you tend to you can kind of lose yourself in that process. And like I said, Sagittarius are always honest, but sometimes though, when it comes to being honest, you are going to lead to problems and that can really cause conflict when it comes to forming consistent relationships with people and really like being there for people, you know what I mean? So, I mean, <laughs> for Sagittarius, this is, for Sagittarius, is, there's a motto that they follow according to horoscope.com. And it's uh, the quote is, towering genius disdains a beaten path. Sagittarius are amazing. Their, their name says it all. S for seductive, A for adventurous, G for grateful, I for intelligent, T for trailblazing, T for tenacious, adept. A for adept, R for responsible, I for idealistic, U for unparalleled, and S for su- for su- sophisticated. Dang, I always struggle with that word, sophisticated. There we go. I got it. So with that, though, Sagittarius have some great challenges. And this is, again, according to both websites. Sagittarius can come sometimes to be far too blunt and put their own needs above others. You don't need to veer from your values, but sometimes... A white lie saves all. <laughs> and I noticed how they said white lie on the website. <laughs> it's just something that's just very interesting to me. Um, it can also be very helpful for Sagittarius to be a part of the pack now and then. Sagittarius, they're good at doing things independently, but sometimes it can be faster, smarter, and more fun to do things as a part of a group. And like I said, if you're too independent, you're going to end up because humans were all social creatures like we are like we all need at least a couple of sustainable relationships in order to really like feel good about ourselves and really like grow as people and if you're too independent and you create that wall and it's it's just too much where no one else can really come in and really like expand your life and stuff like that you're going to end up just feeling the need to constantly chase for something to fulfill that need, which is like a partnership, whether that's with an animal, whether that's with your family, whether that's with a loved one, whether that's with some friends, 
that's a trait that humans possess like that one of the reasons why we're able to adapt and survive for so long is because we usually hunted in packs you know what I mean so if you do everything on your own you're going to end up becoming exhausted you're going to end up becoming like really like self-damaging and self-critical because Sagittarius are very honest even towards themselves so that is something that is a that I really want Sagittarius is to really just think about is who are the important people in your life? Who are the people that if you are having a bad day, you can go to and talk to? What are some things that you can do to really just help yourself, you know? Because if you're so busy on taking on new projects and taking on new challenges, traveling, doing X, Y, and Z, and doing so much independently, that the real question comes, what are you going to do for yourself, what are some things that you need from others? Because obviously, everyone is going to need something from others. It's just it's it's really impossible to completely do everything on your own. Well, now with that being said, though, Sagittarius's also have some greatest gifts. So Sagittarius is they're adept at blazing their own paths and can always go it alone. Sagittarius is they don't need a roadmap. They can easily conceptualize ideas and opportunities that others might not easily see. And Sagittarius do not need a permission or approval. They will just start things right away. And that is and that is a great thing to have, like not being scared to take on other challenges, not being scared to meet with people, not being scared to take that next step, take that new career change, which was mentioned a lot. And shout out to. A lot of those, a shout out to Jenna and also Jennifer for coming on the two Sagittarius that have so far. And they really shared their story about how like they completely changed career paths. So, and that's something that a lot of people struggle with is change. So, <clears throat> sorry guys. But yeah, so that's the thing with Sagittarius is being so adept to starting and creating a new project, a new a new goal. That's something that is rare for a lot of people to do. And the fact that Sagittarius can do that so freely and so quickly is definitely why Sagittarius is when, when they do tend to become successful, as we will mention some celebrities that are Sagittarius, you will see why. But continuing with the podcast, so sticking with Sagittarius. <clears throat> so sticking with Sagittarius is here's some top five reasons to love being a Sagittarius super at home with the world. You're happy with a passport and a backpack. What else do you need? Your mind is endless. You're a born leader. You have creative vision that's on point and you're honest. And like I said, famous Sagittarius. So here we go, guys. You guys are going to be like, wow, Nicki Minaj, famous Sagittarius, Jay-Z, Famous Sagittarius, Taylor Swift, for all my Taylor Swift fans that listen to the podcast, Samuel L. Jackson, Miley Cyrus, Brad Pitt, DJ Khaled, Britney Spears, Ben Stiller, um, trying to think what else, I'm looking at Ozzy Osbourne, Katie Holmes, Haley Baldwin, oh man, there's just, there's a lot, I'm Steven Spielberg, like so many famous people are Sagittarius because like I said, the ability to the ability to 
overcome change and take on new things. That's how you become successful. Obviously, success is has different meetings for everybody, but that's the point that I'm just trying to address is being able to take on change, adjust and really like get into it. But with that, though, when it comes to Sagittarius and like I said before, I really get into more of like the Sagittarius because I know I mentioned like what planets it's ruled by and stuff like that. You might be a Sagittarius listening to this and you're just like, ah, I think some of it's true, but not all of it. But like I said, there's more to it than just you might be a Sagittarius sun, but you don't know what your other signs are for your moon and other placements. So when you are listening to this podcast, I recommend you going on Cafe Astrology, just searching free natal birth chart, pull that up, fill out your information for free. And then that's when we can have an honest conversation about your chart and stuff like that, because you might be listening to this and be like, yeah, this is totally accurate. But for some people, they're like, oh, I'm a Sag, but I don't really feel that. There's obviously more to it than just your sun sign. So you can really get into that. So when it comes to Jupiter, Sagittarius is is ruled by Jupiter and it's also an ancient ruler of Pisces. And it's a sign in which still holds away. So when it comes to Jupiter, it's the fifth, it's the fifth planet from the sun and it's the largest in the solar system. So with that, as I'm really just trying to think. So with Jupiter in astrology, it tells us more about how we relate to larger themes within ourselves and society as a whole. So things like philosophy, spiritual belief, more morality and higher learning are all Jupiter ruled themes, which makes sense as to why Sagittarius's are so impactful when it comes to finding the truth and being very optimist. So Jupiter is the ruling planet of Sagittarius, like I said, as well as Pisces. And it's important to people with a lot of Sag or Pisces energy to get into something philosophical, uh, philosophical, and also like this, something that really like has a deeper meaning and a deeper purpose. So that's when it comes to Jupiter. They call it lucky Jupiter. Um, so that's something to be very interested in and stuff like that. But transitioning a little bit. I know we talked about Sagittarius and stuff and we talked about Sag season. Now we are going to talk a little bit about the full moon that is also taking place this weekend. So the full moon the final full moon, by the way, because we are in December of 2021, according to professional astrologist Adama Sese, she created this post in uh, wellandgood.com. The full moon is in Gemini. So here's what it means for your signs. So the full moon will take place at the start of December 18th, around 1135 p.m. Eastern time, and the full moon will continue. So like I said, the planet luck of Jupiter and Jupiter is also in Aquarius right now. So Jupiter represents positive growth, luck, abundance and expansion with this benefit energy. It's activated in the sign of Aquarius. So it becomes a guiding light towards the hopes, dreams and wishes that we have for our future. So during this time, things that you've really wanted to do that you've always had a passion for, this is going to be an opportunity for you to start creating a plan to get that and start to exercise what you are doing. And once you start to exercise it, 
into the universe, the universe, it'll end up manifesting whatever your passions are and you'll start to execute what you really want to do. So Gemini is an air energy sign and it's mainly big on communication because it's ruled by Mercury. So with that, like I said, you're going to take actions onto your plans that you have. So conversations, contracts that you have, discussions, everything you're going to have is going to move towards the spotlight of progressive energy needed for your positive growth in the new year, which makes sense because usually every time around this time of year, you start to think of New Year's resolutions and you start to think, okay, what stuff that I can do for the new year, get myself ready for the new year. So with this year, it's going to be very interesting when it comes to that. So the only thing though is, so I just talked about the positives of it. The full moon in Gemini is also occurring the day before the transformative Venus retrograde period, which is in Capricorn. For a fun fact, the last time this energy occurred was eight years ago. So we are in 2021. So think back eight years ago. (laughs) So for a lot of people listening, I am probably for me eight years ago. I am in high school. I am a freshman in high school. So that is the last time that this happened. So just like I mentioned before, the planet of Venus represents relationships, wealth, agreements, justice, and harmony. So with Capricorn, it rules structure, authority, reality, and tradition. So collectively, this planet energy over the final weeks of the year will encourage you and everybody to have important discussions surrounding structure of finances Sorting out contracts and deep lie and take a deeper meaning into like significant relationships. So it's main it's mean like this is like a moment where if you are in like a relationship with someone, you're gonna start thinking about some bigger things. Like, do you see yourself with this person long term? So while the Venus retrograde is gonna happen during Capricorn season. Those are gonna be some things that are gonna come up. So future oriented problems in relationships or discussions i should not say problems but i should say this depending on who you're dating it can be a problem but overall this is all to make progress for what you want in your own life and what you want in your own goals so what do i mean by that so as we are gonna go what is this what does this mean for my sign i'm an aries you're talking about capricorn like what the heck is this full moon and gemini gonna do for me and is retrograde gonna do for me so luckily i found a source according to wellandgood.com again same blogger aries so if you're an aries and the full moon's in gemini and here comes a venus retrograde And again, if you have Aries in any of your chart, think about the aspect of your chart as I'm describing this. So Aries, expect a turning point in terms of importance, contracts, conversations, and your location. The moon in Gemini will energize your third house of communication with the Sagittarius sun in your ninth house of higher vision and foreign travel. New agreements in a different country or otherwise distant place could be the focus for you at this time. This is a positive moment of growth for you, even if it requires a lot of mental energy. You might have a breakthrough on a project via important meetings, discussions, or agreements, teaching others, um, but it's a perfect time to seize the final part of the year for you guys. So really like 
Maybe even going back to school would be an idea for Aries as well. So it's a time for you to do the work that you've always dreamed of doing. The world is yours. So that is your full moon affirmation when it comes to Gemini. For Tauruses, this will affect your second house, which is earned income. And since the full moon is in Gemini, it could bring up a new stream of income for you guys as well. So there's an opportunity. You might get some extra income that you weren't expecting. This is also an area for you to clear debts, loans, credit debt, anything. So it's important to progress that. So, for example, for me, since I am a Taurus, um, I'm not going to lie. Since finals week has happened a couple weeks ago, I am now in money mode to clear all my credit card debts because I I put my money on my credit card for Christmas gifts this year. And not to worry, it's not a huge amount, but it's definitely something that's really motivating me right now to get that done. So for Taurus is your full moon affirmation is everything works out in your favor. Money flows effortlessly and easily to me. So that's something that you need to think about as the Gemini full moon is coming. And obviously Venus in retrograde is coming. So for Gemini's, this is the most important full moon for year for the entire year. You have gone through a major eclipse cycle since June of 2020. And now it's this is the time for final changes. So the moon in Gemini is illuminating in your first house of self with the Sagittarius sun centered in your relationships, contracts, like I said, for everything. So this is about important communication and career opportunities for you guys at this time. So your full moon affirmation for Gemini's is a balanced and positive relationships will always find me. I move with authenticity and truth when it comes to my desires within an agreement. So that is something for you guys to think about and some positive validation for you guys, what you guys will be feeling during this this time period. Again, this full moon is supposed to be very positive for everybody, I believe, as we continue. For Cancers, this full moon in Gemini is shining a light on your subconscious mind, health, work, and routine. These are, again, like for every sign, it's meant to clean up your schedule, shifting what no longer is a productive daily practice for you and and encouraging you to take care of your wellness. So your full moon affirmation for cancers is I am releasing what is no longer for my highest good. I am cleaning up the details to positively affect the future. So whatever it is that's bothering you, this is the time period to release that. I am in control of what I can control. I am cleaning up the details and I'm ready for the future. Leo's your hopes, dreams and sorry, geez, your hopes, dreams and wishes are coming true right now, Leo's. So this is an extremely creative time for you. So this is affecting your 11th house of goals, your network and social groups. So this is, again, important opportunities are coming through social media, um, even like around your peers as well. You can experience progress and ventures. You have been working on over the past year towards a more expansive direction. Maybe even a new love partnership could deepen around this time. So this is important for you guys to really think as you guys get ready for the new year. Your full moon affirmation. I am embracing my true creative potential and sharing it with the world. I'm letting my Leo light shine through. So this is a time for you to really like embrace yourself and Really focus on the creative side for you guys. That's pretty much what that means for Leos. For Virgos, 
This is the time period where you're kicking off a period of progress with the moon in your 10th house of career and the Sagittarius sun illuminating your home life. There's an opportunity for you to develop, giving you a positive moment of growth before the new year. You could move due to work change or structure in your home office. So this is something where something might happen that'll alter your comfort zone a little bit. But this is supposed to push you and make you feel more positive and make you think more and get and help you gain more experience when it comes to the payoff of long term projects, which can feel very rewarding during this time. So maybe for Virgos, you guys have been taking on a long project for a for months, maybe even years. And this is the time where you're going to start feeling more positive about it. Um, so for your full moon affirmation, my work is rewarding and it helps the collective. Abundance always flows to me in exchange for my energy. So that's something for you guys to think about. For Libras, this is important wrap up of the year for you. The Gemini full moon is activating your ninth house of higher learning, foreign travel, and broader messages. So for you guys, changes in your work routine, health, and overall schedule can help focus for you. So this this is due time for the full moon's connection change with the Neptune and Pisces in your sixth house. So what this is, this is an opportunity for you to have important conversations in relations to your work ultimately leading to a shift in schedule. So if you guys have been for Libras, because Libras can definitely be very, they're like a balance scale. So let's say you've been, you're looking for a change in work or maybe just like a change of schedule and work. This is the opportunity for you guys to really open up as you get into the new year, get that shift change and get you guys ready. So your full moon affirmations for Libras. I welcome growth, which may be my source of power as I enter into the new year. Now is the time to reap the seeds I've sown. So that is something for you guys to feel about. For Scorpios, so I got a couple left. I got, I know I got Aquarius Pisces, so we are we are going through them. For Scorpios, this is influencing the structure of your home. The Gemini moon will be your eighth house, bringing up important contracts surrounding mortgages, loans, and money from other people. So perhaps you've had some agreements with people about money. This is the time period where now it'll be settled. Whether that's marriage, partnership, this will be the spotlight for you guys. So improvements in your home, feeling more supported by others. So your full moon affirmation, my home sanctuary is a place of growth. I am setting up a stable and positive place for myself in 2022. This is an important time period to really assess where you are and how you feel about the current structure of your home and what place you call home. For Sagittarius's, so relationships and agreements are major themes during this full moon in Gemini. Sagittarius sun is your first house of identity is an important part of this energy. Sagittarius have faced a pivotal 18-month eclipse cycle surrounding personal growth that will now come to a conclusion during the first half of 2022. This full moon is locking changes in terms of who you are and how you present yourself to the world. With Gemini moon activating in your seventh house of relationships, you can expect changes surrounding this area of life as the year concludes. Depending on your unique situation, this can impact an important business partnership, contract, or love relationship. The universe is encouraging you to speak your truth and honor your needs within them. Your full moon affirmation. My needs are important in relationships. 
I clearly communicate with them and those that align with me all support them. So this is very an important time period for Sagittarius to assess who they're in relationships with and how you feel in those relationships. Capricorns, you will focus this again. This is a time period where it's all about work, daily routine and overall wellness during the full moon in Gemini. So Capricorns during this time, you're going to maximize your day in order to boost productivity. If you felt like your daily routine has grown stagnant or overwhelming, this is an opportunity for fresh air to come in. You need to make more of a positive change here. Don't overwork yourself. If you're feeling overwhelmed, ask yourself, why am I, why am I feeling overwhelmed when it comes to work? And hit that reset button and get started. So the Gemini moon will form a harmonious trine with the expanse of Jupiter and Aquarius in your second house of earned income. You can now bear the fruits of your labor or a long-term project you've put a lot of work into over the past 18 months. Another way this can manifest is having to add your team or or restructure. So this is a time of some conflict for Capricorn a little bit. But... If you've been working on a long project forever, this is a time for you to really just enjoy that work in which you've been going to. So your full moon affirmation, there is no stopping the flow of abundance. As I grow, my bank account grows. So as you're growing, you're making more money. Capricorn is all about making money, people. Aquarius is. So I got two left. Aquarius and Pisces. Man, thank you guys for being patient with me during the for during this time. With Aquarius is during the full moon in Gemini, you are finishing up the final degrees of Jupiter moving through your sign. Jupiter represents growth, luck and abundance. And this period occurs every 12 years. You've gone through tremendous amounts of growth this past year. And the Gemini full moon is giving you the burst of good luck as a reward. So investments, creative projects are also a major, major theme during this full moon. So if you have been so this is covering your fifth house, which is your self-expression investments and children so this is more like investment time for Aquarius so if you have invested into money or invested effort into something this is where it is an opportunity we're going to start getting the rewards for it so the example mentioned in the website is like crypto or stocks could flourish or produce some income there's also a focus on fertility matters or personal growth in lives of your children if this applies to you so if you're a mother a father this is mainly in your Aquarius is, and honestly, from personal experience, because my mother's an Aquarius and my grandmother's an Aquarius, this is an opportunity for positive growth towards the lives of your children. So if you are a parent, you're mainly focused on how much your children has grown. And I will say during this time period, me and me and my siblings, we have all shown forms of growth. And I definitely think my mom and, and my grandmother have started to take notice of that. So it's crazy how spot on some of this stuff is. But your full moon affirmation for Aquarius is abundance is my bright light. As I create for the collective, the universe always rewards me. So as you are creating for others, the universe will reward you. And last but not least, Pisces. Your focus, similar to Scorpio's, is your home, family, and emotional foundation during the full moon. The Gemini will be centered in this area. It's also known as your fourth house in astrology. Perhaps you might have moved homes or there's been pivotal changes in the lives of your family. These final weeks can seem very hectic in terms of handling everything. But don't worry, as you move into the new year, things are going to clear up. Career changes and transitions 
are definitely a theme for Pisces. They definitely like to get into all that fun stuff. But the Sagittarius sun is energizing this transformation in your 10th house of career. So it's important to stay close to your network and connections. Right now, you can meet some influential friends that can help you on your path towards future hopes and dreams. So look at the people around you during this time. And if they're helping you grow and giving you advice, take that advice if you're a Pisces and grow from it. Your full moon affirmation. The universe always rewards my efforts. My dreams are coming true as I enter the new year. So when it comes to the full moon, that is how it affects all signs and pretty much a common theme is this full moon is great. This Gemini moon is coming at the best time and positivity is flowing in all the houses depending on your sign. So I will say, unlike the past couple moons I have been saying, it's been great. Now, Venus in retrograde is going to be a struggle. Um, I know that date and uh, when it comes to Venus in retrograde, it's going to be very interesting as to how it's going to affect our relationships. But, Before then, let's shed some light and some positivity into this full moon this weekend and have some fun as we get into the holidays. The last point that I really want to drive home, because I know our conversation is approaching a very long time, is the concept of the holidays. So I actually have some questions for you guys, and I want you guys to think about this before we conclude the podcast. And as you guys are going into the holidays, because I will be posting a couple more podcasts, but with this one in particular... Um, I would like to share when it comes to the holidays. The holidays for me are usually a hectic time because I have to bounce and balance time between my families. And I've had inconsistencies when it comes to like being consistent with one of one of my sides of my family. So the holidays are supposed to usually bring everybody together. But for me, I've always felt very anxious when it comes to the holiday season. I've a, a lot of stuff that has happened to me that's really affected me. And my mental health usually happens around the holidays. So I'm not, I enjoy the holidays, but I'm also incredibly anxious during the holidays. It's just something that I've always felt and I've always been this way ever since I was, ever since I was little and going to therapy, I've realized that more and where that stems from. But some questions I have for you guys, as you guys are, maybe if you're meeting family for the first time in a couple months. Um, whether or not you guys are actually taking a little break when it comes to work and your daily routines. Use this opportunity for the holidays to really assess how you are feeling in terms of this year overall. So like some questions I have for you is like simply, how am I feeling? What are some things that I really want to do after the holidays? And also ask like, how does it feel for you to be close to family? What are some things you've learned about your family members or whether that's loved ones, whoever you celebrate the holidays with. How do you usually feel during these moments where people are together and you are with brothers or sisters or you are with cousins that you haven't seen in forever? Like, how are those moments really feel, making you feel personally? So that's one question. And I know I named like a couple other questions because it's important during this time period, because if you're one of those people that really enjoys being with family and stuff like that. Maybe that can be a goal in the new year for you guys is to like, yeah, like I feel I feel like I can really like sit back and take breaks from my daily routine. Take that and run with it. You know what I mean? So this is a good time period for you guys to not only just reflect, but really just assess how you feel what's going on during these moments. Because for me, like 
when I am close to family, I, I really enjoy being with my family. We're, we're fun people. We have a blast. I love my siblings to death. I love my parents to death. Um, but I've also realized like there's been moments where I've been pretty anxious going into the holidays because of like the stuff that I've gone through. And that's something that I really had to do over the course of this past year is really just assess how I really felt. So that way, when like this moment does come, I am feeling better and these holidays have been feeling better. Um, But I hope everybody, because this will be the last podcast that I record by myself with you guys, I will be posting an interview Christmas week. And I also I'm in the works of having another interview scheduled before Christmas as well, which will be scheduled. So when it comes to just me and you guys just talking and stuff, I hope everyone has a wonderful holiday. Use this time to really sit back, breathe, and hit that reset button as we get into the new year. I hope you guys enjoyed learning a little bit about the full moon and Sagittarius season. A lot of famous actors and musicians in Sagittarius. Um, But I hope everyone stays safe. Please follow the Instagram and Facebook pages. The links will be in in the description. Just search Your Spiritual BFF and I should pop up on social media and stuff like that. And also hit that like and subscribe button on Spotify and Apple Podcasts. I hope everyone has a wonderful night, wonderful holiday, and stay safe, guys, because I know there's a new outbreak when it comes to uh, the variants of COVID-19, and it continues. But happy holidays, everyone. Hopefully everybody gets some good gifts this year. And this is the host, Josh Sanchez of Your Spiritual Best Friend, signing off.